This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back. So today I want to talk about 10 ways that you can naturally reduce your menopause symptoms. And this applies to perimenopause as well. And perimenopause can start um, in your 30s, late 30s, early 40s. And um, that period usually lasts for several years. It could last up to 12 years. So what we want to kind of do is manage those symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats, and the mood swings, and irritability, and the tiredness. And also, as we are going into menopause, we're also at a higher risk of getting several diseases, including osteoporosis, obesity, heart disease, and diabetes. So here is a actionable list of 10 ways that you can reduce the symptoms of menopause and perimenopause. So number one is to eat your fruits and vegetables. And I know these are all just going to be very basic tips, but it's some of these things women aren't doing. And honestly, eating lots of fruit and vegetables is one of the easiest ways ways that you can help prevent a number of menopause symptoms. And fruits and veggies are low in calories and they can help you feel full. So they're also going to be great for weight loss and weight maintenance. And also fruits and vegetables are going to help prevent a number of diseases like heart disease, which is important because our risk for heart disease tends to increase during and after menopause. And that could be due to several factors such as age, weight gain, and reduced estrogen levels, but fruits and vegetables are going to help with that. So make sure that you are eating the rainbow, eating not just one or two vegetables, but four to six servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And then try to vary those up so that you're not always eating the same couple of vegetables. You know, really try to mix mix things up you know it shouldn't always be broccoli or just asparagus it's it's imperative that you get a wide sp- spectrum of vegetables and fruits so that you're getting all the nutrients that are available to you and that's how those fruits and vegetables are going to help ease the symptoms in menopause with all those nutrients The next thing that you can do is make sure that you're getting in plenty of calcium and vitamin D. And as we're going through menopause, the hormonal changes cause our bones to weaken and that can increase the risk of osteoporosis. So both calcium and vitamin D are shown to be beneficial for bone health. So it's important to get these nutrients in your diet. And an adequate vitamin D intake in menopausal women is also associated with a lower risk of hip fractures due to those weak bones. So first of all, sunlight is going to be your main source of vitamin D since your skin produces it when it's exposed to the sun. But as we get older, our skin gets less efficient at making it. So we have to take a supplement or increase food sources of vitamin D, and that's important. And rich dietary sources include fish, eggs, 
cod liver oil, and any foods that are fortified with vitamin D. And then there's many foods that are also calcium rich, including dairy products like yogurt, milk, and cheese, and also some green leafy vegetables like kale, collard greens, and spinach. Those have lots of calcium too. You can also find calcium in tofu, beans, sardines, and there are also calcium fortified foods like certain cereals and milk alternatives. So really important to get in the calcium and the vitamin D. And the third thing that you can do is eat more foods that are high in phytoestrogens. Phytoestrogens are a naturally occurring plant compound, and those mimic the effects of estrogen in the body. Therefore, that's going to help you balance out your hormones. And women who consume phytoestrogens are less likely to experience those hot flashes. The foods that are high in phytoestrogens include soy products like tofu. We also have tempeh, flax seeds, linseeds, sesame seeds, and beans. And also, it's been shown that diets that are high in in soy were associated with reduced cholesterol levels, blood pressure, and reduced severity of the hot flashes and night sweats among women who were starting to enter menopause. And the debate still continues over whether soy products are good or bad for you, but I would err on the side of to make sure that you're getting those in. And the food sources of phytoestrogens have been shown to be better than supplements or processed foods that have added soy protein. Fourth thing is eating protein-rich foods. So regularly eating protein throughout the day can help prevent the loss of lean muscle mass that occurs with age. And making sure that you're getting plenty of protein, not just an adequate amount. So that's anywhere between 0.7 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. When you consume enough protein throughout the day, that's going to slow down that muscle loss due to the aging, and it's going to help prevent muscle loss. And high-protein diets can also help with weight loss because they lead to you feeling full and can increase the amount of calories that you burn because it's a thermogenic, has a thermogenic effect. And foods that are rich in protein are going to be your meats, your fish, eggs, nuts, and dairy. The fifth thing that you can do is reduce refined sugar and processed foods. Stop eating all that crap. So a diet that's high in those refined carbs and sugar causes rises and dips in our blood sugar. And this is what's leading you to making you feel tired and irritable. And also diets that are high in refined carbs may increase the risk of depression as we are going through menopause. And diets that are high in processed foods may also affect bone health. So it's really a, you know, a kind of a losing scenario to keep consuming these sugar and highly processed foods. So I always ask my clients to aim to eat 80% whole foods and trying to keep the processed foods to a minimum. The sixth thing that you can do as far as symptoms go is avoiding trigger foods. And there are certain foods that may trigger hot flashes, night sweats, and mood swings. And those are going to be more likely to be triggered when you have them at night. And I know you don't want to hear this, but common triggers include caffeine and alcohol and foods that are sugary and foods that are spicy. So what you can do is you can keep a symptom diary. If you feel that... You can just 
keep a note and see if there's are any particular foods that are triggering your menopause symptoms. And then try to reduce those foods or even avoid them completely. So this isn't forever. Just try it out and see how it makes you feel. Maybe just limit the caffeine, maybe limit your alcohol and see if that improves your symptoms at all. The seventh thing that you can do, and it's amazing how many people don't do this, is drink enough water. So during menopause, women often experience dryness, and this is caused by the decrease in our estrogen levels. So try to drink half of your body weight in water each day, and that's going to help with the symptoms of the hot flashes, dry mouth, and bloating and weight gain. So drinking water will also reduce that bloating that can occur with the hormonal changes that are happening. And in addition to that, water can help prevent the weight gain and aid in weight loss by helping you feel full and it slightly increases your metabolism. So plenty of advantages there, but it's definitely something that you want to incorporate is make sure that you're getting at least half of your body weight in water and more if you're exercising and as we go into the warmer weather. And if you are experiencing night sweats and hot flashes, it's you want to drink even more water to replace the water that you're losing. The eighth thing that you can do is achieve and then maintain a healthy weight. And I know this is easier said than done. It's very common to gain weight during menopause. And this is due to the combination of changing hormones, we're aging, our lifestyle, and genetics. So we're, what happens is we're gaining excess body fat, especially around the waist, and this is going to increase your risk of diseases such as heart disease and diabetes. And in addition to that, your body weight may also affect your menopause symptoms. So it's been shown that women who maintain a healthy body weight are more likely to eliminate those hot flashes and night sweats. So it's something you really should... Um, kind of concentrate on is getting any of that excess weight off and then maintaining. And I know it's, I know it can be difficult, but it does take a little bit of planning with, you know, changing your lifestyle up a little bit and incorporating some of these things that I've already talked about that should help with the weight. The ninth thing that you can do is exercise and that will also help. So regular exercise just it has so many benefits in menopause and it will improve your energy, your metabolism, it leads to healthier joints and bones. It's going to decrease your stress and that will lead to better sleep. So try to exercise for at least three hours per week to improve your physical and mental health and your overall quality of life. And it's also incorporating walking. Like it, it doesn't have to be going to the gym and crushing this workout. It's getting in a regular workout and then also incorporating some walking. So regularly exercising, that's shown to to bring along better health and protect against cancer, heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, obesity, and osteoporosis. And like I said, strength training is is awesome and walking is also great. And these are both great ways to get in your exercise while having the benefit of adding on lean muscle mass as we get older. And lastly, 
is don't skip your meals. So eating regular meals is super important when you're going through menopause. Skipping meals may make certain symptoms of menopause worse, and it might even hinder your weight loss efforts. So you want to make sure that you're giving yourself the calories and the nutrients that you need. And I know intermittent fasting is popular, Basically, it's skipping breakfast, but that just shortens your window. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to eat any less in that window, you know, because that could lead to binging and snacking on the foods that I have asked you to avoid, you know, those processed foods because they're easy. But if you give yourself a nice breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're going to make sure that you have plenty of chance to get in the calories and the nutrients that your body needs. So I hope that these tips are helpful for you. It's This is something that you can definitely incorporate right away. All these steps are super easily actionable. And I hope you found this helpful. I will talk to you next week.